broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. See, I like it like that when it's, you don't you need to even go, go up a register. It just, it's a new one, new one. And I'm going to say what's happening hoops. Well, it's our Christmas spectacular. There's no time to waste. Welcome back to the movies. The whole deal. All the movies have come out. Uh, Aquaman two now in theaters. Anyone but you, the new Sydney Sweeney, Glenn Powell vehicle now in theaters. Do you want to go do a double feature of both of those? I right couldn't now. possibly want to see either of those less. Like, I've already seen Sydney naked. There's nothing fucking, else left for me with her. I fucking saw it, too. Where did you see it, like, uh, fucking guy? R- fucking right up close, like IRL. Oh, in real life. Actually, you were naked with Sydney Sweeney, one of the most sought-after women in Hollywood. Yeah. What was that like? It's fucking whatever. All right, great. Yeah, I gotta go. There he goes, Jesus. Mm. Maybe he was off to go see Rebel Moon, A Child of Fire, the new Zack Snyder vehicle, now on Netflix. We'll be watching that. Fun fact about Zack Snyder. I saw this the other day. His favorite movie of all time is Star Wars, Episode One. Um, er. Not Episode One, I'm joking. But uh, the original Star Wars from the 70s. That's a lot of people's favorite, and I get it. His new movie is supposed to be like a, something of a take on Star Wars. It's like a weird sci-fi epic there's a Star Wars is a weird favorite movie. Mm. I think. It's a good one. It's it's obviously a great movie, but it's just weird to pick it as your number one. Especially he's probably of the age. There wasn't a zillion of them <clears> yet, and it's uh right. it probably really separated itself from the pack back in the day. We'll put it this way. When Star Wars, the first well, the when I should the first three Star Wars movies came out, it mm. was movie history. It was a huge deal. And they're not, I don't think people of the generation where they were like in high school when those movies came out are necessarily as soured on them as we are because we were in high school when all the bad ones started coming out. Mm. But now the, there was the sequel trilogy, as they call it, the ones without George Lucas that are so bad they make the prequel trilogy look dope again. So it's all come around, or at least to me. Mm. But now we're talking about Star Wars, and that's in the old bits. I was going to say, we vowed never to do this. Let's double back to Sydney Sweeney. Uh, yeah. I have another Sydney Sweeney headline. She revealed lately, or the other day, rather, that she was so self-conscious about her, quote, big boobs as a teen that she almost got breast reduction surgery. <gasps> I feel like we need to check in with the fucking guy on what that makes him feel like. Yeah, she was like about to fucking get him reduc- <laughs> reduced, and I was like, fucking don't do that shit. Her fucking baby, <laughs> fucking stop that. I, fucking... I fucking talked her right out of it. Imagine then... if someone tuned into the pod and didn't realize that that was irony. It's fucking not. And that it was like this whole shtick we do. Fucking. They catch that, and then Hank, and then like Will Smith getting fucked in the ass, and then like me making fun of Bruce Willis's dementia and <gasps> cancel both of us. I mean, unthinkable. Did you see that video of Bruce Willis with his family that I sent? 
to the thread. Was it heartwarming? But no, it's really sad actually, because he's clearly just like out of it. He just looks like a like a an old man on his on his last legs, and he has all these teeth missing. And I'm sure, just, you found a way to cackle <laughs> at it, regardless of I, all that. <laughs> I had a big laugh. Him like, yes. hey guys, how you doing? I'm here for my two mil. <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm losing my mind. Live free or die hard. <laughs> He was actually like walking through his kitchen in his underwear with a sandwich board that said, I hate N-words, <laughs> and no teeth, and just like a big dumb face. That would be fun if he was like, he fell into like his prop room of like all his stuff from the movies and was getting into like... Dad, a scenes. boy. I mean, Bruce, we love you and the work you did pre-Amazon Prime. You were great in Cop Out and all of your Chad Michael Murray straight-to-video vehicles that... Randall Emmett forced you to produce when you were in the throes of mental illness and dementia. <sighs> mill. Fuck you, Randall Emmett. Give me my two mill. What about uh, this poster for the Garfield movie, which features baby Garfield and baby Odie in Christmas stockings? Sight unseen, I'm in. Merry Christmas, by the way. What folks. do you think? Also, the tagline, Meowie Christmas. What do we think of that? <laughs> He's a little upset. I mean... He's powering through. I like cats a lot. Okay, he's in. So it's all right. We've got him. We're in the holiday corner now. Um, have you been watching any Christmas movies? I watched, uh, No, I have not. I watched a Muppet Christmas Carol a few days ago. How was it? I was pretty charmed by it. Michael Caine's in it as a... Very loudly indeed. And as... I don't know if you've seen it recently. He really goes for it. People online have said this. It got me to watch it. That like he acts like he's in a normal movie, not a Muppet movie. And really That's gives funny. it his all, and he does. And it was, you know, it's a pretty good story. I hadn't seen a version of A Christmas Carol in a while, and I was like, Did me mentioning the Muppets the other day make you want to watch that? Maybe subconsciously. Probably. That oh well, Scott. I guess you're here to. That's good. This, there's nothing about this show that I want to watch. This, this, this is a, you know, Kermy. Enough the podcast. More like enough the the shit cast. Wow. Oh, oh. Is that one of the critics up in yes. the? Yes. What if Dice was up in the balcony with the with the Muppet oh, critics? I'm a puppet now. Him like flapping around. I'm waving my ball bag all over the stage. Ow! Miss Piggy, never heard a cunt <laughs> fire. You gotta be kidding me. Miss Piggy, let me smell your box! And that right there, the asshole. Fucking. Ooh, this is a cut. It is a good one. But yeah, I recommend that. They published this list of like the biggest Christmas movies. It's a Wonderful Life. You like that, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's a movie that you can't say it's bad. It just like it's sweet. There's never a time where I'm like, you know what? It's Christmas time. I'm gonna put on It's a Wonderful Life. Like, I'm not that guy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should be. A Charlie Brown Christmas. I haven't seen in a while. That's on the list. Christmas Story is kind of hacked, but I think it's great. I, I don't like that movie. I get it at all. It's like it's a lot. I also hate how TP, T, TPS, TBS does that, like, 24 hours of Christmas Story bullshit. Mm. Now they do 24 hours of a Christmas Story Christmas, which is the one they did, like, last year. 
They got the guy who played Ralphie. Oh, God. To... What's his name? Like Glenn Howerton? <laughs> I can never remember that guy's name. Yeah, it's like... He's in all the Vince Vaughn movies now in producer capacity, at yeah, least. Like Bugsy Malone or something. <laughs> it's, I'm never going to get it. It's a weirdly titled movie that I don't even have the guts to watch. I just know I'm going to hate it, and I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Now that you have that like magic stick with all the things on it, you yeah. can just pop through anything. I was so jealous. What were you watching last night? That Silent Night movie? That's not on VOD yet. It's not. You fucking asshole. I'm, I was so jealous. I was like, fuck, I need that, that thing. I know. We're going to figure it out. <clears throat> I got you. All right, good. Did you see that Brad Pitt is 60? I'm not, I, I don't do birthdays anymore, but he's a big f- friend of the show. So happy birthday, Brad. He is. I hope he's smoking one of his uh, acid-dipped cigarettes in celebration. No, I was dumber than that. <clears throat> he, uh, in fact, looks great at 60. Mm. He does. He's, uh, that's like his whole thing. I hope that I look even like half as good as I do right now at 60. I'd be mm. happy with that. I'm a, I have a big fear of just falling apart at the seams and looking like a pile of shit. Mm. That's not something I ever want to do. No. <laughs> Speaking of falling apart and looking like a pile of shit, uh, David Lynch was asked about his role in The Fablemans, the Steven Spielberg movie that came out last year that I enjoyed. I think it's on Prime now at this moment in time. He was asked what he was yes. paid to be in that movie. And oh, he yeah, said I saw it was that. a bag of Cheetos. I thought you might like that headline. I forgot to send it to you, though. Said they have an incredible flavor. Such a weird thing to comment on. Like, yeah, Dave, we've all had a Cheeto. And him being like, you need to have a lot ready because you're not going to want to stop for a while once you have one. So you're just. He's one of those guys where I know all of his weirdness is legit. It's Mm. not like weird on purpose. Like guys like Jared Leto, I feel is a complete put on. He's just pretending to be weirder than he really is. Whereas. Uh, whatchamacallit David Lynch yeah David Lynch is in that category with like yes. Mickey, Mickey Rourke where I'm like no 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 he's a legitimate weirdo yeah they're just like doing their thing they yeah Randy Quaid Gary Busey there's like a specific niche of Hollywood that's just like deranged old white guys yes we are a team how you doing there it's me Gary Busey he's in my next picture I'm I'm here for enough the podcast E everywhere N Ooh. nobody O wow the movies, uh, you, uh, underwear, G, uh, get her done, H, uh, I'm with Busey. I'm I... just trying to come up with an acronym on the spot. It's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Oh, yes, I forgot that's your thing. I like that bit. I wrote a, a lot of bad books and promoted them in the weirdest way imaginable. I'm proud of you, Gary. I'm about to grind you into dust, David. I want you in Mulholland Drive, too. I'm open to that. Okay. That's it. I was trying to yes and you, but I got nowhere to go, and this voice only sounds like Bruce Willis with, like, throat cancer. I got throat cancer now! I don't need another one! I want to pay you two mil. That I'm interested in. Help me, David. I don't know where I am. I'm lost. My family is not here. Rumor, help me! Did you hear that Vin Diesel is being sued by his former assistant for, uh... (laughs) Sexual assault. Yes, I didn't even want to say it. Bummer, huh? Now we'll never work together. I'm going to say I believe women, and I think that he did it. 
And this actually, like, before I start making fun of it and doing, like, botched quotes, I'm going to say... I can't believe a Vin Diesel song isn't already playing. There it there, is. Sorry. <laughs> There's a little low, slow on the uptick. Beautiful. I, I think, why would a woman come forward? Everyone's like, it's about the money. Like, no, it's not. He does... It's, it's not. It's like, about family. The story is so explicit. Like, the way she described it, it was so gross. And it's like, Vin, my guy... I can't speak to this. Hey, I'm, I'm here to defend myself. Oh, Vin, you're here. Listen, Brazil. Okay. It doesn't matter if you rape by an inch or a mile. <laughs> raping is raping. Oh. I wow. live my life a quarter mile up your pant leg at a time. Oh, wow, Vin. You've got all sorts of sayings. Holy shit. And I think, yep, the jury is saying not guilty in unison all right, after great. hearing all your punched up. Uh, Everybody in the style. jury have a corona on me. Wow. That's it. That's in it. And it's proved. I'm of the school of thought as well that despite how much money it may have made, Fast 10 was bad enough that if this scandal turns into more than just this one girl, he might derail it. People might find him guilty. Yeah. The I have in. hair in this movie. It's hanging on by a thread. How you doing? But yeah, we'll see how this uh, checks out. Mm. I may or may not be on his legal team. I can't speak anymore oh, wow. to what's going on with it. But one thing I do know is that <laughs> Flan sent this earlier. Uh, a Ferrari-sponsored pizza. I don't even know what place this is for. But I, how did I miss this? Ferrari's coming out, and it's like, ready, set, save $2 on a Ferrari flatbread. <laughs> I love when they just put no effort into an ad at all. <laughs> Call me like, Ferrari flatbread. <laughs> done. They're just like, yeah, this flatbread pizza, uh, put a bunch of Ferrari stuff on it. A winning formula for supreme savings. Hey. Sure, done. Ad done. How you doing? It's me, Adam Driver. Oh, hey, Adam. I'm on uh, I'm on the pizza box. You are. Uh, Hannah? <laughs> I love your work, and I think you're saving the movies. With uh, Speaking of the movies, you already brought up Aquaman 2 once. Did you see Jason Momoa's quote about how he says his future as Aquaman is, quote, not looking good? Yeah, the the DCEU is over, they're saying, because like, James Gunn's going to redo it all yeah. with a whole big recast. A lot of people blame Black Adam for this. Hey, and... brother, I botched the whole series. There was going to be 10 of these movies. I ruined a cinematic universe. But no, they had a bunch of turkeys. It was like a bit of a mess mm. and weird to even call it a universe of movies. They were just trying to copy Marvel and they shit the bed pretty quickly. DC's not had a hit, I mean, in like three or four years, right? Wonder Woman 1984, Black Adam, the new Suicide Squad, the old Suicide Squad, those all tanked. Yeah. That, yeah, that's probably why they're like, okay, let's just start fresh. People liked the Peacemaker, but that's TV. So yeah. that's a whole different animal. And now even Marvel's is like flailing. So superhero movies are on the rocks, which is good. Maybe we'll get some different kind of stuff cooking. Which is great. That's why like Jonathan Major's getting found guilty of third degree assault. He's like, oh, this is great, man. Maybe Kang will never come out now. Yeah, I see so many articles like where like Marvel's considering this. It's like, I don't want to see news like this anymore. It's like, just do whatever you're yeah. doing and then release the movie. I hate like... How much? Oh, God. Did you see the Ryan Gosling news where he met with Kevin Feige about an unknown Marvel rule? Mm. That, or unknown Marvel movie, rather, role? I saw a lot of memes where, like, he's going to be playing Black Panther because of that like, Funny. Photoshop. Chadwick Boseman 
it's just, yeah, he's dead. Ha ha ha, right? <laughs> uh, another celebrity's dead and he had cancer. It's even funnier. Baby. He was young and he had cancer. It's it's hilarious. Baby? Circle back to Dice again, right? You hack. Oh. I thought about it earlier. I was like, if I couldn't be offensive, gross, loud, silly, what else is there? Like if I'm all, I'm bombing all day with like trying to be like blue or rather green, funny, like like clean. I've never heard that. The idea of being like not blue is green. Yeah, that's fun. That Try, makes sense. Have you ever tried to be clean, bitwise, like with an adult or like an old lady, where I, you can't curse and you can't talk about like yam bags and stuff? I can be PG thirteen, although I do talk about yam bags quite a bit. <laughs> That's kind of my thing. All over my face. A guy. A goosh. I wrote down Stephen Van Zandt's Lilyhammer. That's it. Go ahead. I saw, yeah, you sent me a link to something where they're like, Mm -hmm. I'm rewatching Lilyhammer. And the idea that like made me gasp. It's like, wait, hold on. You're telling me you finished Lilyhammer at a previous moment in time, which is four seasons of a very like muggy. Wait, it's four? Four. No way. I don't think I've seen past the first. Of like a muggy, he plays basically his character from The Sopranos in Switzerland, like restarting a makeshift mafia. Like, and I don't know what I'm doing over here, guy. It was one of the first Netflix shows that barely exists. I think it was the first. So they're positing that someone watched the entirety of that, and then he's like, hey, it's the holidays. Let me rewatch all of that. Mm. That is just crazy to me. Not Awful. That, not that I mind a rewatch, but I just... Yeah, baby. <laughs> if I'm ever at the point where I'm rewatching Lilyhammer, it's like throw me in with Bruce Willis and give me two mil because I don't know what's going on anymore. That was mean. I feel bad about it, Sam. Edit it out. Nah, it's all right. He's back. <laughs> it's all right, Hoops. You can make fun of me. I don't remember anything. Okay, My brain is mush. It's like a bold bowl of cereal just sitting out. <laughs> Help me. Thanks, Bruce. That makes me feel better. I'm falling apart. Merry Christmas. Speaking of fall- falling apart, uh, there's news from the guys from Family Matters, actually. Is Darius it? McCrary. Do you remember him? He played... Uh, Eddie. Eddie? Yeah. Yes. He is potentially going to go to jail because he did not pay child support. Mm. For I want to say that two years. <laughs> Cut. Now, I'm I'm not gonna pay you the money. Hmm. I don't know what voice this is. Eddie. Carl. Carl, I pay my child support to Laura, my pet. I'm I'm pissed you sweat you swung into Urkel because I was gonna I was like that's the only one I remember. All right, I'll do Waldo. Got any cheese? Hey Eddie. You should probably pay your child support. Oh, wait. What are you going to do? A basketball just bounced off of Waldo's head. Wow, I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) That's the whole joke. It's true. Um... Oh, wait, Stefan Urkel just waltzed in the hey, cool version of Steve. Oh, shit. He's looking it's me. All, he's looking like Steve, but he's standing straight up and doesn't have glasses on. It's kind of like a he's all that situation. Wow. What do you Fuck. think Jaleel White is up to? Um, He's probably, like, working on his dope weed company. Does he have a weed company? Yeah, he did a commercial, like, oh. a year or two ago. We might have even played it on this here program. I think we did, yeah. With him and Snoop Dogg, maybe? Yes. Because I remember being like, he's still got the stuff. He's like acting as Urkel, but pretending to be high. I was like, this is some of the best acting I've seen. Yeah, that's kind of funny. In years. Oh, hey, go- how's it going, Hoops? I'm back. Yeah, like- I heard you guys talking about me and my weed company with Darius McCrary. I mean, uh, Jaleel White. They were both there. <laughs> hey, Snoop. 
How you doing, Scott Tizzle? <laughs> I'm still doing this Izzle thing, because for whatever reason, I still think it's funny on the rewatch or re-listen. Urkizzle? You got it, Urkel. I mean, I think Snoop and Stefan Arkell would really get along. They'd like... A couple of cool black guys? Yeah, they'd vibe out and like smoke a blunt together, just get all chill. <laughs> ow, ow. I was a huge Family Matters fan, and that was part of that, like the Friday night show lineup. With, uh. I want to say like Step by Step and um, maybe Boy Meets World. BMW? Yeah. Was that the three? Yes. That's awesome. What a lineup. Boy Meets Reality. There was something else in there. What's Ryder Strong up to? Just being a worker. I think they actually have a podcast. They do that thing that shows from say, that let era. Let me guess. Where it's like, they're like, we're back. Just talking about every episode of the show from forever ago. Which I don't hate, but I think there's too many of them. When we run out of stuff to talk about on the show, we should just re-listen to all the old episodes and then talk about them. Yeah. How's that sound, folks? Sounds kind of inspiring. The only person on earth who would listen to that is Monty. I mean, he's getting fired up just thinking about it, actually. Yeah, he thought I was being serious, and he got really excited. Sorry, buddy. Shit. Um, I was wondering see. if you pulled the trigger on this VHS copy of The Lion King signed by Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I think I do need you. that. So you didn't pull the trigger? No. Okay. It's probably gone by now because it's such a hot item. Fuck. Yeah, definitely. Like Someone scooped that up. My aunt also has an old analog TV down the Cape that I can go pick up, and I can set it right over there, and then we can watch it. Ooh. That sounds kind of nice. It'd be nice to have a little TV in the corner with the VHS. You could just yeah. have like saw tapes playing. Or whatever. To, like surprise people. Old like gay porn I have from high school. Yeah. Wait, what? I don't, it's all right. They're talking about Warner Brothers and Paramount are discussing a potential I merger. Which uh, I saw a lot of posts. People being like, one bad year and like all these <laughs> companies that have been around for like a century are just like imploding and it's gross i saw these articles where people are talking about like warner brothers would gain these ips if they merge with paramount like tmnt star trek terminator yellowstone transformers godfather mission impossible and they're like oh they could do like what like spongebob versus star trek like they love to just oh god smush everything together and like they try to mask something gross like two of the only companies that make movies combining as like, wouldn't it be sick to have like these silly characters in the same cinematic universe so we can make like... I'm wondering who's floundering more. I think Paramount Plus is having a tough run given like the, all the Taylor Sheridan shows don't matter anymore because Yellowstone fell off a cliff and no one gives a fuck. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, Yellowstone went from being the number one show on television to being a show that everybody who was a fan, myself included, was confused by. Yeah. It's like, just, I don't know what they're doing. It's gross. It's like the Disney thing where like, oh, now they have like all the Marvel characters and they can make this and that. It's just like, is this, this isn't reason for celebration. We'll just get more like multiverse <laughs> dog shit movies where it's like, look, every character from every superhero movie ever is just here for no reason. I'm not really sure who fell for the multiverse thing and made it so popular, like into the Spider-Verse going off, going up. And that was the first one, so they can get away with it. They, like, started it. So that's the only one I give a pass to. Everything else is dog shit, including everything, everywhere, all at once. I hate that movie. It's very bad. One of my clients was talking about how much he dislikes that movie the other day, and I was like, hell yeah. Had a boy. 
At least someone gets it. Fucking so, sucked. The movie won Best Picture. People yeah. loved pretending like that was great, but now no one has talked about it. It's in the same, you know, pile of garbage with I don't know La La Land and Argo and the work. Fucking I don't know Fences. <laughs> like I'm trying to come up with a bunch of Oscar movies that like killed at the Oscars that no one watched ever again. That Macbeth movie from That's, the Coen brother. Yeah. That's why it's funny to look at the Oscar nominees like a few years after they happened. Because you can always find a couple movies that you've completely forgotten about. And you're like, oh, that was just made in a lab to get nominated for stuff. Oh, you mean like Coda? Exactly. It's like no one liked this in a real way. They were just like, oh, that's kind of cute. And then they were like, this is a weird year. This is best picture, I guess. Did Coda win the year before Everything Everywhere All at Once? Yes. What was the year before that? That's the one that I'm drawing a blank on. It was something awful. I don't know, probably like Becky, that Kevin James movie. <laughs> Three billboards outside Ebbing, Minnesota, yeah. maybe. Of a, I thought it should have been The Wife, if we're talking about 2017 or whatever, 2018. My wife. I thought, I think this year, what should win Best Picture is this movie, 97 Minutes, starring Jonathan Rice Myers and Alec Baldwin. Is Jonathan Rice Myers the one who tried to kill himself? It is. Jonathan, come back to us. Hold I on. didn't mean to try to shoot you on set. <laughs> Don't slit your wrists in your trailer. (laughs) Come back to this scene and I'll shoot you. Alec Baldwin is holding a gun on the cover of this film, which is startling. Can you imagine being a director and be like, okay, guys, here's the thing. It's an action movie. It's a shoot-em-up. The guy that I'm thinking, Alec Baldwin. We get him on set. We We, get him loaded up with guns. We get them in his hands. We get those hot guns in his hot hand. Get him shooting. Hopefully he's distracted. We don't need a weapons expert. We'll just wing it. Hello, I'm here on the side of the department. I have excellent aim. Glad to hear that. I'm going to shoot somebody again. Lemon. Can you imagine if he shot someone on set again? (laughs) We'd never stop laughing. That'd be pretty It would be like a permanent laugh. (sighs) Speaking of which, let me take you down to the sports corner. Okay, my dick was out already. Take him out. From talking about all that IP, all those verses potentials. All right, men. Keep him out. Get him nice and hard. Okay. All right. I'm hard. Uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar broke his hip, falling down the stairs. And Elijah Pritchett from Alabama was arrested for unknowingly transmitting, or sorry, knowingly transmitting an STD all around campus. Fuck. By having lots of sex, which is something I'm a fan of. Fucking, that's pretty cool of him to fucking do that shit. Fucking guy, put it away. Fucking no, Wait, dog. stay tuned for more sex and more sports and uh, other news about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar falling down next week on the podcast. Merry Christmas, everybody. Have a goo. Yo, Kareem, baby, what's up? Hysterical. Uh, can't hardly wait? Yes. Nice. Thank you. Okay, I'll put my dick away. Right, now that yeah. we're talking about You can leave it out for the rest of the show if you want, if that makes you more comfortable. Okay, fine, I'll leave it out. Actually, I'm going to put it away so I can mention that uh, the thing about making a Wednesday spinoff. Oh, I wrote that down, too. God damn it, that sucks. Focused on Uncle Fester. What are they going to call this? Thursday? I wish I had the crickets. Wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Or, um, hold on. Hmm. (laughs) All right, I'm going to leave that up just in case. Like an Uncle Fester spinoff? 
it's like instead of making all these spin-offs, why don't you just do the Adams family again? Instead of being like like we're making a universe where they all get their own show. It's like no, just put them all together. Isn't that what it used to be? You know, I have a funny statement. If you'd told me they made a live action Adams family like shot for shot remake last year, I would have just believed you. I wouldn't have even thought about it. I'm like, yeah, of course they did with mm. Raul Julia and the whole gang mm. <laughs> or like, I don't know, Jacob hey. E. Lordy and Mark Wahlberg. And Hey, I'm the new, uh, I'm the new uncle Festa. And like Penn Gillette. <laughs> hey, Penn Gillette's here. <laughs> I gave Penn head. Penn Gillette's putting in career best work. It's terrific. How could you do this to us? But yeah, I want to cancel Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. I believe and... I shut the first episode of Wednesday. It's like for kids. It's teen stuff. Yes. But even still, it's like, this is what, this is no good. We need something better than this. Yeah, I, I got nothing out of Wednesday, I must say. Did I it? never understand why anyone enjoys anything, and <laughs> that's why I love asking people, what did you like about it? And Wednesday is a prime example of that. What did you like about it? I hate Jenna Ortega trying to do, like, she's basically, they've even, they've at award shows, they've put them together, but her and, um, what's her face? Uh, now I'm drawing a blank on her name. The woman from Bro. Parks and Recreation who talks like this. Aubrey Plaza. There it is. Aubrey Plaza. Uh, that's Aubrey Plaza's shtick. Like the like semi-goth, like monotone voice, like, you know, scowl on her face with dark black hair, whatever. That's to me, that's been done. Mm. I don't know. And I'm sure somebody else did it before her if I thought if I were to think about it, like Christina Ricci or something. Ooh. I'm gonna become a goth babe. Um, what do you think? Can I put my penis between your breasts? Sure. All right, perfect. In that case, I'm on board. <laughs> He's in. Did we talk last week about the Peaky Blinders spinoffs that are in the works on Netflix? One would be set in, in Boston decades after the original series. That sounds awful. <laughs> Doesn't it? Have you ever been able to make it through a significant portion of Peaky Blinders? No. And I can watch British stuff, but that show is just like a... Every episode is just like... Did you fucking, did you beat up the Flaherty boys? Like, <laughs> you got to teach them a lesson. Go down there and fucking rough them up. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. Peaky Blinders is one of those shows that tricks me. And I'll see a clip of it on TikTok. And it's like him like, no, I'm looking for your brother. And the mates are here. And he's like, dun, 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 yeah. the tough guy. And I'm like, ooh, this looks fucking badass. And I put it on <laughs> and it's like very slow with like tons of really complicated British dialogue. Hmm. Also, everyone who's ever raved about Peaky Blinders to me is someone that I usually don't agree with on what they like and don't like. So I don't see why I would have thought this show was for me. The Wankers. There's never been a British show that I've really leaned in on ever. <laughs> the Tosses. Uh, I can get down with a British series, but like a British drama is tough. Yeah, you're a big like Simon Pegg guy. You prefer the English office, like not even in a bitwise sense, actually. Not prefer. Or actually, I think I do prefer. Yeah, you do. I like it because it's better. It's shorter. It doesn't have a like four seasons plus of like dog shit, like the Steve Carell one. The Steve but. Carell seasons were not great. I'm only a fan of the James Spader episodes <laughs> of The Office. It's one of the most <laughs> fucked up things I've ever heard. But I get you sound like uh, a cunt saying that the British one's better than the U.S. one. The mm. U.S. one. It's weird. But Speaking if, of cunts. This is. Did you see that a family accidentally purchased $10,000 in gift cards for Disney Plus? Thinking they were for the resort and like were saving up, I think, and they had some deal and, and maybe it was like a two for one, but they spent ten grand 
a family thinking like, oh, we're about to go to Disney. They're like, nope, we can just watch dog shit through like 2083. Like for the rest of our lives, we're covered on the worst streaming service of all. Thank God. I actually had something similar. Lucy and I were saving up for a vacation and we accidentally purchased $7,500 worth of Paramount Plus gift cards. So like I'm, we're good forever. Like I'll never, ever miss an episode of... Uh, I don't know, like Stephen King's Desertion or whatever that like four episode Nat Wolf nothing show is. <laughs> oh, yeah, someone at work was uh, we were in the break room and some guy who's not he's like only there occasionally strolled in and out of nowhere he asked, "Does anyone have Peacock on their phone?" And I almost like laughed in his face because no one did and. Uh, I was just like, if anyone would, it would be me. And like, I don't have Peacock on my phone. That that would be insane. I was gonna say you can use my Peacock, but appreciate it. But yeah, the and then he wanted to talk about that show with Joshua Jackson that, that I think you and Ty. Doctor Death. They actually just came back with a new season with Edgar um, Martinez or the guy from Narcos, whose that, name always escapes me. He was in the Versace show too. Yes. I don't know it either, but I know like who you Edgar Juarez or Martinez, or yeah. it's gonna drive me insane because like he's one of those guys that I can never remember his name. Something spicy. I'm gonna look it up right now. But yeah, he was talking about like the season count on that show. I guess it's a good show. I remember you. I loved about the it. Joshua Jackson ones, but oh, so this is an anthology. The new season's about something else, something unrelated. Edgar Ramirez. Edgar, my <sighs> teeth are dry. They're dry. Fuck you, Jimmy Buffett. You fucking duck. <laughs> the work. Um, Sorry, I was just looking at my No, Miranda Cosgrove of iCarly fame has never smoked weed or drank alcohol before in her life. That's not very cool. No. Although, is it cool? I'm going to say it's it's safe, yeah. yeah. As a sober guy, I'm going to say people that have been sober their whole lives creep me out. Yeah, it is kind of like weird. It's like you should probably just say you did it once, even if you didn't. She may. Have, she said she's never been drunk before, unlike Ed, who has <laughs> been drunk before. I've been drunk before. Joe Drive. Um, that's one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. Ed, we know you're listening, and we love you. Ed, if you're listening, um, I'll give you two hundred dollars if you text me. This is not a bit, and no one cheat and help him because that's okay. not that doesn't count. This is a it has good to offer. be directly from Ed. Also, Ed, if you want to go see Wonka in the theater, uh, hit me up on Snapchat. Ed would probably want to go to like the, some theater on the North Shore that's been closed for three years. He's like, I believe they'll open it up just for us. We'll take the, the commuter rail up to Salem. and It's the best theater in the state. I don't know who this Ed stuff is for, uh. but for those that don't know who Ed is, Ed's a buddy of ours from high school who's, we used to make fun of how every plan he ever made was what we would call a production. Because it was just a big ordeal, and he would get upset at this because he lived kind of like a 50-year-old man when we were 17, which is funny to me. Yeah, he'd be like, let's go to this jazz club. And we'd be like, Ed, we're like 20. Like, we're going, we, like you want to drive down to like Chatham and go listen to jazz with a bunch yeah. of 70-year-olds? Yeah, like, Ed, you fucking dipshit. Um, it was fun, though. Yeah, so we, we miss you, Ed, and uh, take your shirt off and do a lap for us. Mm. That happened. That Spotify rap thing you sent me about... Oh, right. It sent us a whole thing about... Play, uh, pull some of that. I wish I had more of the intel, but I mean, it said like we were up a ton of listeners. We had a bunch of new listeners in new countries. We had 11 countries that played the pod. 
So Canada, U.S. Sure, but then nine countries otherwise. So where are they, and who are you? Who are these these foreign listeners? Enough the podcast at gmail.com. Let us know where you're coming in from. I'm sure in at least one of these foreign countries, enough is being used as means of torture for someone. Just That's like very funny. Playing it endlessly. That's very funny. He's Please in. shut it off. The Bruce Willis thing's not funny anymore. Stop. <laughs> hey, how you doing? You know what else is torture? Losing all your favorite memories and your brain just mushing into dust in between your ears. Hey, Slovakia. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I've been to nine countries looking out specialty treatments to fix my brain. And also, it said that we have 18 top fans. It said there's a lot of fans that, like, this enough is their is number the, one. Yeah. yeah. And to them, I posit the question... Who are you? Identify yourself. And are you Monty? And what do you like about it? Yeah, I feel like Monty is creating separate identities, both to like remind himself or to at least trick himself rather into not being handicapped, but mm. also because he wants to be able to just listen to the show on more platforms. So he has like a Roku device somewhere with a fake name yes. just streaming the show 24-7. I feel like that makes more sense than new people just discovering the show and enjoying it. But if that's the case, then that is cool and welcome. I had a tattoo artist uh, that I saw a couple, like legit years ago, message me the other day. Say he, Mike, uh, his name's Mike. He said he's starting his own podcast, and he had some. He wanted to ask me for advice, and I'm still in like a position in life where if people ask me for advice about almost anything, I get really excited mm. because I always I'm like, oh, this you is can, like I know a thing here. You give good advice. You're a good Do advice I? guy. Right, I, I think appreciate so. that. Most people don't listen to advice, but when it comes to like direct feedback about like like I asked Sammy like a million podcast questions because he's like the audio guru. Mm. Whereas I'm just like, I feel like I'm so at the bottom of the, the totem pole when it comes to knowledge about this stuff. But it was cool to like oh. help somebody. Mm. Wish them all the best. But um, the, the Spotify wrapped is cool because it gives me, gives us rather feedback. Like the show's like bigger than I thought it was. Like mm. there's a lot of fucking people listening. And I'm wondering mm. like, are any of them getting offended? Because I haven't heard about it. Mm. And I keep waiting for the wrong person to not like something that I've said. That's a phobia of mine. Mm. And uh, if you're that person and you're thinking about getting offended, I'm sorry. Yeah. I really mean that. He's in. I mean, we're sweet boys. We don't do anything offensive here. It's a big show, though. There's like hundreds of listeners. more, Maybe thousands. A word? 11 countries. I mean... I'd kill to know what the other nine are. I mean, we can look at the breakdown. I just, I don't have it here, but... I think that's as specific as it gets in terms of regions, unfortunately. We'll do a corner on it next week. Mm. Did you see that Cameron Diaz story? She said... They oh, shouldn't... the separate bedrooms thing? I did see that. Yeah. She's famously married to one of the Madden brothers, the singers of Good Charlotte. And I guess they are proponents of having separate bedrooms and or houses. Hmm. I think like a lot of like celebrities do shit like this. Like I know Guillermo del Toro has a separate house from his wife on his property. Mm. And if you have a lot of money, yeah, exactly, like, who it's, gives a fuck? Yeah, it's like it just sounds weird, but it's like yeah, like if you have the money and space for it, it's like why not have sharing this? a bed is overrated. Like yeah. you're not cuddling all night long. And if you have six animals like we do, we'll have three cats in bed at any given time, plus us. And it's like. Yeah, you need like a nine-foot bed. Yeah, we have a king size, and that's doable. But like people who share a queen-size bed, to me, that's just psychotic behavior. Queen. 
if Lucy said she wanted to sleep in the guest room, like we've, when we introduced new cats, I should say, like we've had nights, like when we, when we got Rosa, Lucy slept in the guest room for like 10 days mm. and Lucy earmuff it if you're listening, but I snuck in a beat like every night without having to stealth it. Just like, Fucking letting, all right, it, letting it guy. rip. You know, the door's open, but you're like, all right. Mm. Fucking... That's a thing that you don't recognize when you're a single guy, like how when you got your bed to yourself and just cranking one out, mm. you know? Fucking hey, It's doggy. not a bad deal. Now that I'm losing it, I get to jerk off all over the place. Oh, you're still jerking off, are you, Bruce? <laughs> I got two mil down there. <laughs> you jerk off, then you're like, ah, I don't remember if I jerked off or not. <laughs> I'll go again. <laughs> and then if dust comes out, I know it's over. Um, I don't know. I could I could go either way because it does you do feel connected to the person and you fall asleep faster if you are sleeping with someone that you love. Like they've proven that. And I do like sharing a bed with my wife. She doesn't move, she doesn't snore, no talking in her sleep, weirdness. She does not wake up to take a piss. Like I'd never hear her. I'm like, that's all stuff I do. Some people are awful to share even a space with. They like are like I'm probably one of them. I'm not a quiet guy. I'm like always rustling. Like I, I move I I turn over probably forty times a night. I'm always rustling. I mean, as long as you're not wrestling in a movie theater with your candy wrappers. That good. I might do as well, like a big thing of popcorn, just jamming my hand in, making like a sound. The corn. Do you see Tommy no, Lee uh, assaulted a woman in a helicopter like 10 years ago, and now she's suing him? Wow. I mean, they're trying to take down all the greats. Vin Diesel, Tommy Lee. I know. It's a lot all at once, isn't it? The movies. Oh, man, dude, it wasn't me. I didn't do it, bro. Oh, shit. Tommy, you know what? What's going on, hoops? <laughs> wow, you're mm. here. And, Tommy, it's not the sports corner. You can put that away. I know you got, like, a big old hog. But... I was literally clearing my throat to make a big dick joke. And this is why, like, you guys are hacks, man. Because, like, <laughs> you know, like, it's not all about my dick only. It is, though, Tommy. I mean, they made a whole TV show about wow, you and dude. Pamela Anderson's relationship. And I want to say it was, like, 30% dick. Whoa, bro. Oh, like, so. if you ever, like, watch me play the drums with no shirt on, there's a lot of shit that I can do, man. It's true. I mean, you can, like, yeah, you can. Is he a good drummer? Are I'm you a, a fucking drummer? great drummer, man. Do you remember when Vince Neil got drunk and drove his Corvette into a tree and killed that guy from Hanoi Rocks in 1989? <laughs> I don't. He's dead, bro. That's fucked up. Bummer, man. <laughs> that is kind of a buzzkill. <laughs> But, I mean, this song's so rocking that I'm just going to forget about it. What do you think about my solo project, Methods of Mayhem, man? I think it's uh, fucked up. This was a big ink cut back in the 90s. What do you think of that, bro? Um, I wonder, do you and Brittany Furlan have se separate bedrooms, potentially separate houses at I, this stage in your relationship? Brittany probably sleeps upside down like a bat. She that does. That fucking maniac. Vine legend, Brittany Furlan. I kind of get a kick out of her, to be perfectly honest. That voice sucks on the throat, dude. Yeah. That was a lot. That hurt, actually. I'm afraid I'm going to lose my voice. I'm afraid that it's too heavenly, and the fans are going to enjoy it too much. <clears throat> um... I saw this, I got this as a present for uh, my brother's kid. Mm. Look at this. Seinfeld, I saw that. The Day so of Nothing. Funny. It's got like little baby Seinfeld characters on it. Potentially the cutest thing I've ever seen. And he's probably not going to think much of it, but um, <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> the first page is Baby Kramer at the Laugh Factory. What's the deal with hey. this full diaper? <laughs> Who's gonna change me? 
I got a stinky diaper. Kramer, get off the stage. You're going to ruin your career. I need my bottle. George. Hello, Jerry. <laughs> Newman's there. He's like... Newman, too. I can't think of other baby stuff. I'm like, his diaper is also full? <laughs> yeah, they, they both well, went to the bathroom <laughs> in the diaper. I was trying to figure out a way to work in the racism from Kramer or Michael Richards on stage, you know? <laughs> I mean... That if, great set. If baby Kramer was racist, it would be so cute that no one would care. They'd be like, oh, he's just a little baby. I heard that it's actually, fine. that exact thing happened at your set at Capo the other night. Is that true? It did. That's why uh, it, it went over so untremendously. You just up there bombing, and then you just start screaming out the N-word? God, that would... If I was in the crowd for that, I don't condone racism. I don't, unless it's very funny. But if people knew how meta that was, like, no, 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 he's doing, like, the Michael Richards thing, like, just for me, and the rest of the crowd turns on us, and we have to run away together, I think that would be, that'd be a fun experience. Into it. Us, Thelma, and Louising off a cliff because someone was scandalized by my something favorite, on this. My favorite thing is people trying to explain how Michael Richards shouting he's an N-word at the crowd doesn't make him a racist. No. It's like, no, no, no. He was just like trying to think of a really fucked up thing to say. It's like, no, no, no. You call a black person the N-word, you're a racist. Hmm. Like, even if it's a bit or like you just got confused, like if that's the first thing to think about when you're distressed and angry, mm. you're a racist. Yeah, racist. Yeah, racist. That seems fair. I think everyone is a little racist. It's just who's better at hiding it. Ooh. I think we make fun of it and we bring it out in the open and it's not real. And we're, we're the least racist guys you're ever going to meet. That's what's, How about that, that? That's what people say about us. Mm-hmm. That was also in the Spotify rap. It said, you guys are the <laughs> least racist dudes in podcasts. Like, yes. <laughs> it's like, I thought that we might be. Yeah. It's like us and like Joe Rogan and Town. Like, oh, yeah, we're all good. <laughs> Everything's chill. And I thought this was kind of fun. Tinder has a $499 a month subscription plan, Mm. some sort of tier for users deemed highly active. If I buy you that, will (laughs) you send out shit pics to every girl you match with? I will. And they'll all love it because they'll all be like $500 bots who are just like, what could be what? If I was single, I'd buy it. It's probably awesome. $500 a month, though? Imagine spending that for like several months in a row. Be like, what am I? Here's my Tinder sales pitch. Ready? I did Tinder the freeway for years where you only... And then they started limiting likes, and it started to get harder and harder to meet women because you don't get to like do a super like or like you couldn't even swipe yes on as many people as you wanted to. So I paid for Tinder Gold, which got you unlimited swipes, and you got five super likes a day. And you could always say, like, oh, super likes are lame. But, like, really pretty women, if you don't super like them, they don't fucking see it. And also, it doesn't happen. Speaking as someone who, I don't really use it now, but I've had Tinder. And the ad version or the regular version, Oof. you only get one super like a week. And guess what? All the dopest babes are in the super like section. <laughs> so, yes. like, you'll super like one, then you'll see the next one and be like, oh, I should probably super like this one. But you're out of super likes. What you, with the Kinder Gold, you get five, at, or at least you used to get five a day. I super liked my wife. Wow. And now she's my wife. Wow. So, how about that? It, it does fucking work. Like, I hate to be the married guy who's like, hang in there and use the dating apps. It'll, I have a lot of single clients, and I'm like, I feel bad almost being like, no, 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 the dating apps are great. They kind of are if you work them. Like if you're funny and like you have a shtick and like you're not just saying hello to people and asking how their week is going and like saying what's up for the weekend. If you have a unique spin and you can say something. F- I used to hit people with like a fuck, Mary kill. I like, feel like Kevin James, yeah. Kevin Sorbo, 
Kevin Bacon, fuck, Mary kill. Boom. Let's hear it. I feel like I shine in like a text back and mm. forth or can shine. I've had moments like bantering with babes where it's like, I would be in love with me <laughs> sending this banter. You it's think like, you're killing it? Like yeah. sending a, the right gif? You're like, yes. Like, God, we're so in love. This is great. Oh, wait, what? I've been blocked. She just disappeared. What happened? Hey, hang. What I'm saying for the we're single goofing. folks, you included, hang in because yeah. it gets, it does work. I really believe that. People aren't, people aren't meeting on the bus anymore. Like that's not. The girl from the bus. You go out in public, everyone has their headphones in and they're looking at their phone. In. You got no eyes or ears. It's a good time to mug people, actually. If you haven't gotten into stealing people's wallets, it's now is the time. I might start tonight. Mm. Did you see, speaking of wallets, that Celine Dion has like stiff person syndrome and has lost control of all of her muscles? It's kind of fucked up. Celine. Is that funny? <laughs> I mean, I'm appalled. How you doing now, Scott? You know, I'm a it's big... It's me, Celine Dion. You know, I'm a big fan of your Celine, and so is uh, your father. Pretty Fr good, eh? Friend of the show, uh, Big Ank. Oh, kid. I remember us bonding over Celine Dijon, like, forever ago. You're like, oh, ho, ho, this is a cut. You've been like, this us is... Us on the way to, like, American Pie 2. Probably. In the Randolph Theater. Mm. Full of movie ruiners. This isn't one of my favorites, but she has other cuts that are, I think, are really something. I can't think of any. Give me. Are you in her greatest hits right now? No, but I can do it easy. Yeah. Give me some of these titles of like the biggies. Gotcha. Do you remember when? How about my heart will go on? That one's pretty good. The oh, Titanic holy night! One. All coming back to me now. The power of love is probably your favorite. All coming back to me now is is a uh, okay. is a cut. I got you. I have stiff person syndrome. Help me! I don't even know who that was because she's not Irish. I can't do a Celine Dion. We need Anna Gasteyer to just talk about stiff person syndrome, even though she probably wouldn't go that cheap. Anna Gasteyer, if you're listening, Anna Gasteyer's face you. cracks me up. She's very funny. She came from a, a period where I would never have even thought that women aren't hilarious. Ooh. Because like she's there's there was like a hit heavy hit like Sherry O'Terry, her Molly Shannon, mm. there, like Wanda Sykes. There was like a bunch of hysterical women in the mid '90s, and like now it's I don't know. There's there's some funny people out. There's some funny women still. Like I think Whitney Cummings is really funny. I want to watch her new special. When you say hysterical women, do you mean hysterically funny or hysterical in Just the crazy lunatics. sense? Lunatics. <laughs> Celine Dion's songs have so much build. I want to apologize to our foreign female fans. <laughs> They're our favorite. F -f 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 We're in the F corner. Female fans, we fucking love you. It's getting romantic. Merry Christmas. Do you have your shirt off? To all the gals. Yeah, my shirt's off. Are you jerking off to pictures of Sydney Sweeney from uh, that movie where she's like in an apartment with windows open? I am. What is that movie called again? Like, like Voyeur or Captain something? Captain Corelli's Mandolin? It or? might be Captain Corelli's <laughs> Mandolin actually now. Madagascar? I, don't I think it might be Madagascar 4. Let's yes. just get the chorus and then we can shut it. Oh, this yeah. is such a hit. This is like a cut and a half. This should be in Joker 2, as Joker, like, fucking slinks through a, like, evil library or whatever the hell is going to go on in that movie. Dun, 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 dun. My nipples just got hard. I thought it was going to be the, like, baby, baby. I can't take All right. We're back in the sports corner. My we're dick's in the sports out. corner. Nipples are hard. Dicks are out. Celine Dion has stiff muscle syndrome. 
And um, did you I'll see? I'll buy it? myself like Celine Dijon. I was wondering when you were going to hit us with that. Did you see that Wonka made $150 million globally? It's pretty fucked up. I wish that I. I wish some of that was for me. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to because I'm not well. You definitely will see Wonka. I'll watch it on the Fire Stick once they get a proper copy up there. Oh, is it? You can tell like the quality level? Sometimes it says cam at the beginning. Gotcha. I, know, I remember that. Yeah, I watched The Hateful Eight on a bootleg or on a leaked. I want to say it was like a screener copy, and it was really bad, and the audio was bad. That's their question: is how's the Fire Stick with the audio? It's good. Sounds it's like, good. It's like you wouldn't even notice that you weren't watching it on. I will a be stream. the judge, but I am. I'm, I need one of these goddamn things. Yeah. I paid twenty five dollars to shut off Killers of the Flower Moon the other day. I could have just watched it for free. Ooh. You want to do some shots real quick? Sure. Kills of the Flower Moon, and um, I think that might be it. I laughed me. at, or not laughed, I appreciated how you gave it an honest go. I saw on the mm-hmm. your Apple that oh, yeah. I use on my Xbox, you got like 46 minutes in. Like I tried really hard. A I good tried. chunk into this very long opus of a film that I enjoyed, but I will admit it's epically long. And I saw it in the theater if I was watching it at home. Maybe I would have fallen asleep and not finished it. Who knows? You also what saw it with other, with um, guys that like the, from another podcast. Yes, that you like don't know super well. Where it would be like weird for you to be like, oh, let's get the fuck out of here. And they'd be like, what? Yeah, they'd be like, you're leaving. You're gonna leave? Like this is a Scorsese movie. Like I understand the appeal and it it looked really cool, but I just thought mm. it was so boring. It's got some stuff. I like. I I enjoyed it, but I mean. <laughs> You could have trimmed it down a bit, made it more palatable for uh, today's mm. audiences. I like handsome Leo. How about mm. that? Yeah, I yeah. don't want to see him with taffy teeth in some boring movie. <laughs> yeah, Leo's like a gross dullard in this right. one. He's not. You need him in cool guy mode. I had a legit LOL at when I when Lewis can sell me from Billions popped in the screen and like it's just I don't know this movie. I, I have a good comparison. I forget her name, but the woman who's the main character who plays the Osage woman. Yes. She's the next Barkad Abdi, the guy from uh, Captain Phillips, where she'll win 100 awards this award season. She'll be the belle of the ball, and then she'll never work again. She'll just vanish from existence until some indie director blows the dust off her in 2035, <laughs> and she does like some role as like a cop in downtown L.A., and everyone's like, remember her? She's excellent. Hi. I don't know. It- she was good, and that might happen. Time will tell. This this one, it got like better as it went. Did you see any of the violence? No. Because I thought the violence might keep you on board. Because it does get pretty like fucked up at times. But it's the kind of thing where it's not like enjoyable violence. Right. It's like, wow, this is fucked up. But I think you might still enjoy that. Maybe. I'll skip to it. I didn't get a refund on it. I still have it in my collection. I was so it... bored. I was Googling Brendan Fraser's sexual assault stories. Ooh. And I read that his left hand reaches around, grabs my ass cheek, and one of his fingers touches me in the taint, and he starts moving it around. Oh. That in itself was more gripping to me than this movie, unfortunately. But the I don't whale. know. Go ahead. Somebody was rubbing the whale's taint. Hmm. Fucking... <laughs> well, oh, it was you. Fucking guy fucked the whale. This is a breaking story. Will you watch this movie again? That's the real question. Oh, Killers of the Flower yeah. Moon? Maybe like in four years, if someone else wants to watch it, I would watch it again. Mm. 
but I'm good for a while. If you're a three hour plus movie, you know, you can only, you've already asked enough. You're probably never getting watched again. If you are, it's going to be way down the line. We'll talk about it more in reviews, but when I thought you watched Maestro twice yesterday, I was ready to take you to the psych ward. Mm, That would have been fucked up. Like finishing it in its entirety, two hours and 11 minutes, and then like going home for a few hours and going back out to watch it in its entirety in the fucking theater. Yeah. I did. Insane. I did watch the first like 10 minutes or so on Netflix at work. And then later on that evening, last evening, Mm. saw it in the theater, which was foolish. I legit wanted to see Aquaman too. I couldn't get anybody on board. I was like, I guess we're going to see Maestro. And do you want to just launch into it, maestro wise? Um, I got my notes. I don't see why not. Yeah, we can go breakless. Because it's reckless, but let's do it right in. Maestro is the new Bradley Cooper passion project. He was like method for two years as Leonard Mm. Bernstein, a composer. This is, uh, you know, he wrote, directed. Actually, I don't know if he wrote it. I assumed he at least co wrote it. Mm. Directed, starred in, you got Carrie Mulligan in there, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman was a weird cast. I had a laugh at that. She was good. She's Yeah, she's definitely talented. I just felt the whole movie felt like 50s ink. Yeah, this mo- I was like laughing from the get-go at what Oscar bait it is. Yes. It's like him like roaring around, like the camera's like sweeping and zipping and zapping around. I was just like, this looks like it cost five zillion dollars. Bradley Cooper's just like, please give me that Oscar. Fucking God damn it. I need best director and best actor. He got smoked. Give me both now. (laughs) He got smoked for Star is Born, right? Like nothing. Yeah. Lady Gaga got best song and that's it. Yeah. And you can tell this movie just like reeks of like, I want awards for this. I couldn't Mm. watch it like a real movie. And I don't know if that was my fault or the movie's fault, but I was pretty (laughs) bored through the duration of this think of all the families settling down to watch this and like salt burn and wonka and aquaman 2 it's a very weird christmas week for new movies yeah oh we're gonna watch that wrestling movie with like weird faced zach efron with his shattered plastic surgery jaw a lot of people are gonna get coal in their stocking (laughs) when they take these features in i saw someone on tiktok like no matter what you do do not watch salt burn with your family it's very gross. It's like men eating each other's cum. Like, there's nothing about this that you want to see with your mom in the room. Mm. I've heard that scene isn't even that gross. It's like, it sounds gross. But then when you see it in the movie, you're like, oh, that was nothing. See, if it were me and my whole family were getting together for Christmas, I mm. would say we all settle in and I go, let's get Saltburn going. And yeah. then I would just watch everyone's reaction and it would be so funny to me because I'm a sick maniac. But you would just have it playing and just be like, okay. I'd go like, mm. <laughs> when the minute Jacob E. Lordy was like, all right, mate, let me get a bite of your jizz. <laughs> um, oh, a bite. Nice little nibble. It's it's thick and viscous. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. This doesn't sound like me at all. No, um, it doesn't, doesn't. I wrote down for Maestro, Scott loved this and had a laugh to myself. Mm. And I'm almost disappointed that you didn't. I was hoping you'd come in here like, um, er, like it was a cinematic triumph. There was a bit where I was like enjoying it. I was like, this does look nice. Mm. And like everyone is, you know, being something of a pro. But I don't really know Leonard Bernstein, so I couldn't really speak to whether or not Bradley Cooper was doing a good impersonation or like rendering of him. And Bradley Cooper's doing this whole weird voice the whole movie, going like, oh, well, uh, 
He's got like a. It's like a British, like cigarette smokers transatlantic accent. Yeah, like he's darling. Just, he's in like darling mode, and I was just like, oh, this is Bradley Cooper, just like acting up a storm, and I, I couldn't see him as anybody but right. himself, just like being an actor. I know so little about Leonard Bernstein that the only reference or anything that I know about him is that Leonard Bernstein from the fucking Billy Joel song. That's it. Otherwise, I have no clue about anything. And watching a biopic of somebody that you know nothing about is kind of dumb. But in that same vein, I can, like, appreciate someone if I don't know anything about them. Then I see their biopic and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of into them now. And I'll, like, seek out their stuff. This movie didn't do that for me Mm. and Leonard Bernstein. I was not like, oh, I got to, like, download some of his stuff and like check it out i was like i don't know what this was or why bradley cooper felt compelled to make this i feel like you can't enjoy this movie unless you're like leonard bernstein's family for them they're probably like oh this is great (laughs) like what a nice thing for us for i don't know the story just wasn't really much of anything i didn't think this the only movie that you didn't immediately download the score and soundtrack onto your phone (laughs) yeah I didn't I didn't do that. I didn't even think of it. It's ironic that it's a movie about a musical composer and you decided to skip over the score. Yeah. And the movie like its big moments are like there's a scene where Bradley Cooper's really conducting up a storm in this long shot. And like it's kind of impressive, but the movie. <laughs> it was also I was just like, I don't know why I'm watching this. This seems like a a misstep of a second movie for B Coops. Because he made a Star Wars Born. Everybody loved it. He didn't get Oscars. He's hungry for Oscars. This is a movie that Steven Spielberg almost made a few years ago. Would have been better with Steven. Yeah. So I feel like Bradley Cooper. Sorry, like, Brad. He's like, I'll take that. I'll make it if it'll win Oscars. Like, I'll do the whole thing. I'll Just act in it too. Sitting on the shelf collecting dust until like DreamWorks or whoever the fuck grabbed a hold. What production company is this? Do you remember? Just I Netflix. Think, I think Amblin Entertainment. They got Stevie Spielberg's. This has nothing company. to do with Netflix except that's where it aired, right? It wasn't their production company. Because well, it doesn't have the Netflix stink. I'll say that much. It does not have the feel of a Netflix original at all. That's true. I will say it is something of a real movie, even though yes. I didn't love it and I was bored by it. You forget that you're watching it on television on Netflix. It does transport you a little bit. And I don't know. I Some of my barber was like, oh, is that any good? I tried. I turned it on last night after work at like midnight when it came out and I fell asleep. And I was like, yeah. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's like, I don't want to be like a dickhead to people that know me in a different context rather than like you and me sitting here being cunts. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, you know, like it was, it looked cool. It was a little boring. I don't know. I'm like not going to sell it. I'm not going to sell it to anybody. I think I gave it two out of five. I could probably downgrade it to a one. Cause I was giving it my all and we were in the theater. So I like wasn't mm. on my phone or anything. I was like uh, trying to like it. And I was just like, holy shit is this slogging along what did the bryans think were they no nope, nobody liked it no one liked everyone it. Okay. was very brian and also brian's wife didn't care for it she didn't like it either four so of you us. were the whole crew at the loring hall in those fucking uncomfortable seats for like two hours 15 minutes yes and, and we were, were not loving it no we were in the like the top rafters i was looking down at the like very old rest of the patrons enjoying the film i don't think they were loving it either i can think of three movies you and i saw from those rafters ready thank you for smoking great movie we walked out of uh brokeback mountain because we were too horny sideways yep we were too hard sideways that's three and then i think i want to say there's a fourth and i can't get it 
I saw a ton of stuff there. I saw every Woody Allen movie there for oh like God. years and oh, years geez. in a row. I saw The Descendants there. I saw The I Way saw Back. It's a great um, movie to see a weird little yeah. indie. Yeah, Come On, Come On, the Joaquin Phoenix movie. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I've seen a bunch of... I love that theater. It really is just like a... It's it's like a cute, kitschy, little, quiet... We've talked, we talked about it like two weeks ago, too. But it's but just... I went into the bathroom, and they have like a bunch of shitty, like, old movie things on the wall. And it's just like an impossibly small, shitty mm. bathroom. I was in there like, I even love it in here. <laughs> like, yeah, the bathroom's awesome. Like, it's, like I said last week, it's a great place to jerk off. So if you're ever <laughs> looking for a place to, like, really just, like, dig your fingers into your Vaz Deverins and just, like, oh. edge your way through the movie, it's a great spot. Yes. Which I what? was... I was looking at Carrie Mulligan, who, quite frankly, looks like Judge Judy in this movie. <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to go jerk off in the bathroom. I enjoyed her a lot in Promising Young Woman. I thought that was great. And mm. that's like it for me with her. Otherwise, yeah. I'm not like, I'm not in the Carrie Mulligan business. <laughs> I don't think I am either. She's okay in Inside Loon Davis. She could have been anybody else in Drive. Anybody else. Actually, yeah, I like her in Drive. She loves being in a movie with a really, really big uh, male lead that kind of swallows her whole. I think she's talented enough to shine as she did in Promising Young Woman as the lead. So she should just focus on getting more movies where she's the lead. Ooh, how about that? I Even if it's not that. like the maestro type roles, where it'll be like she'll probably get nominated for best supporting actress or best. That's actually best actress, right? She's considered the main. Yeah, I would think. I don't know. I I, I hated this. It was very <laughs> fucking boring. It was long. I'm also I have like no attention span. I'm an idiot. Like this isn't for me. Yeah, even that. I do the same thing. I always like blame myself, but this one I'm blaming the maestro himself. I'm blaming him Bob for the Cobb. boredom. <laughs> yeah, I'm blaming Bob Cobb at the fucking Derby Diner. Uh, but no, this movie it was just boring. It well, was you like, call me Jerry the Great. I, and I've heard people say they love it, so I'm glad it's like landing for some people. It's just, uh, let's go with the classic. It's not for me. I'm going to say I'm not glad that it's landing for people, and I hate when that happens because <laughs> I don't want anyone to enjoy anything. <laughs> classic you. Oh, yeah. Speaking of not enjoying anything, I watched in its entirety the new Catherine Hahn FX, I guess, Hulu show, Tiny Beautiful Things, that apparently is Emmy nominated. I've never even heard of this. It's Where's a show this where she's a woman who's like a kind of like a down on her luck, sort of divorced, sort of separated um, mom who had a fucked up childhood where she grew up poor. And ironically enough, we just were joking about this, but Merritt Weaver plays her mother. So Merritt Weaver exists, I guess, still outside of Nurse Jackie and mm. House or whatever the fuck else she was on. Grey's Anatomy, sorry. So she doesn't just do hospital shows, folks. She also plays a poor woman. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it was cute. It's eight episodes. They're like 35 minutes a piece. I tore through this fast because we had nothing else to watch. I was like, do you want to watch that Katherine Hahn show again? I do like Katherine Hahn. I think I believe her in everything I see her in. I'm like, she's a real pro every time I'm watching something with her. Yeah. There's a Tim Roth cameo. He plays like a writer. She's a writer and she like goes to a writer's retreat and she uh, is like kind of trying to figure out both like her relationship with her daughter and her ex-husband and it's... Mm she is just like a sentimental person. Like she has like kind of a scumbag father, funnily, funnily enough, played by Ted Levine and Nick Stahl plays her brother. I was having such a laugh at that casting. Oh, oh was she a great big fat person? Nick Stahl like, Hardigan, you dick cunt cop. <laughs> you piece of shit cop. There it is, yeah. You fucking yellow sad car. Why do you guys have to keep making fun of me? I can't take it anymore. Am, am I Hardigan? 
<laughs> Where am I? I shot Nick Stahl. Oh, God. Brad Renfro's dead, too. Why is this guy yellow? <laughs> Why are we all in black and white? I cut your dick off. God, that first Sin City. This is probably still a flick. I haven't seen it. Awesome movie. Yeah. It holds up. So I watched that, and I also watched almost all of seasons 21 and 22 of Family Guy. Yeah. How about that? What if, like, I wonder what it would sound like if, like, you were watching seasons 21 and 22 of Family Guy. Um, if I had a second here, I would, I would tell you. <laughs> oh, Peter. Hey, Ank. How you doing, Hoops? Welcome to Family Guy. No, no, no. Peter. Uh, <laughs> Ank. I heard you got a script of one of my <laughs> episodes signed by some somebody, some so-and-so. It's signed by the whole cast, I think. Ow, ow, ow. Um. <laughs> Family Guy season 22 holds up like I don't even, I was legit shocked at how much I was laughing. They do like a cutaway scene where it's like, that almost reminds me of the time where like Michael Douglas was serenading his wife. And it's him at a dinner table like, do you guys want to know how I got throat cancer? And I do know. like, that gives me a laugh sometimes just at the laziness yes. of the, the cut to. That's like how my hu- sense of humor works. Like it's just lazy, punchy, mean, rude, quick. Yeah, you can tell that someone oh, yeah. in that writer's room is just like, who cares if it like, oh, can I, like it doesn't matter. Just go, <laughs> yeah, exactly. go, go, go. <laughs> Just do another one. Like those are funny. Like it, it actually disappoints me when they reference something and then don't do a cutaway. Like I love the cutaways. They they make me laugh every time. I remember that episode where they like obviously set it up for one. Then it's like, yeah, we didn't cut away. <laughs> that, that was fucked up. And I was like, it was I just good. think it's an underrated show. Like people mm-hmm. love calling it dumb guy humor, and even if it is, I don't care. Like I'm a Family Guy fan. Like I think it's awesome. You're a Family Guy. I am indeed. I might get a Family Guy tattoo. I'm thinking Stewie, maybe Ooh. Brian, Brian, Brian. <laughs> what the deuce? Should I get like a side character like Herbert or like Joe in a wheelchair? Like Joe in a wheelchair is a funny tattoo. Get like a tattoo of Joe's pregnant wife. Her just pregnant throughout the whole series. Bonnie, you've been pregnant for like five years. I mean, Family Guy's back. You heard it here first, and you heard it here the most. We've been cooking with gas. Like, we rolled right into reviews with no break. I gotta say, like, that's pretty impressive. We're just, we're roaring. And now I'm gonna bring things to a screeching halt with my review of Silent Night. (laughs) The new John Woo picture. Oof. That is now streaming on the jailbroken fire stick that I use to watch everything now. But this movie was not as great as I was hoping it would be. If you didn't like it, I, that stands no chance for me. It's a gimmick movie. It's Joel Kinnaman is a cop. He is involved in like a drive-by shooting. He gets shot in the neck and can't speak. So no one speaks in this movie. It makes sense for him not to be speaking, Mm. but then none of the other characters are speaking, and they don't make sense of that. And it gets to the point where it's like someone should be saying something, and it's just kind of weird. Even though I love, like, when I hear, like, oh, this is a dialogue-free movie, I'm like, ooh, this this could be cool. What do you like about that, though? Like, that to me, that feels like Family Guy-level laziness. Like, no script, here we go. I like when there's a reason for it, and, like, they have, like, you know, they do something cool with it, like, story-wise, or... 
I can't know. think of an example of a movie that did this well. I liked the Alien Hulu movie that everybody else hated that was mostly dialogue free. I think it was called No One Is Coming to Save You or something That sounds like that. right. I was going to say, what is it called? Like the bucket list or something? <laughs> <laughs> but this one didn't like have the stuff in that regard. No. And even the action was kind of just like muggy. Mm. And John Woo, you know, this is the guy who made Face Off which is like one of the great action movies of our time. And he made Hard Boiled and The Killer, the first The Killer, not the Fincher one. You know, he's like a famous action guy. What's he's, Hard Boiled again? That's that like Chow Yun Fat movie. That's like, See, I don't even remember that. It's like a big, di- it's uh, older at this point. Older Boy? Older Boy was in it as an actor. But Silent Night kind of bummed me out. I didn't love it. I don't love Joel Kinnaman as an actor. No, I see he's not a leading man. I see him as a leading man in a movie. I'm like, I'm immediately bored. I'm like, hey, how are you guys doing? Have you ever seen me in Extraction or whatever that movie is where he's like a... What is that movie? It's like, did you see me as uh, Robocop in that Robocop remake oh, wow. from like 10 years ago that nobody on earth even saw except for Scott? He's a big deal in Sweden, apparently. My Swedish client Pierre was Ooh. talking about how he's like a big... Like, they love him there. Because, like, he got big in Hollywood, whatever. Because he does have a ton of work. Yeah. He got, like, both the Suicide Squad movies. What's up with them? Like, yeah, we're going to get Viola Davis and, and Joel Kinnaman to do both. But everybody, and actually Margot Robbie, but everybody else is cut. Yeah, that was weird. You, didn't, you don't think Will Smith was waiting for a phone call? He famously, they wanted him to do it, but then he backed out. I think he wanted too much money, right? He probably did. Would be my guess. Or maybe he wanted to have sex with men. Hey guys, I'm here for some gay sex. And if you if you want to pay me like a hundred million dollars to have gay sex with men on set, then I'm in. But if you can't pay me, I can have gay sex for free and get AIDS in New York City, man. Him and Joel Kinnaman. That's not funny. AIDS is not funny. AIDS is not associated with homosexuality. I apologize for that bit. Uh, this isn't uh, a joke. That's uh, not funny. Wow. Dazzling. AIDS is not even a big thing anymore. Everybody's on prep. I know this because I am on prep as we speak. So no, no, I don't no. get AIDS. That a boy. Hey, Ank, you gave up on that bit halfway through. Just make fun of me. You don't have to be homophobic and weird. <laughs> Just make fun of me, man. I mean, he's just giving some great advice. Will's a smart dude. Ha uh, ha. Use my uh. ass like a garbage disposal. Fill it up with your jizz. I bet he's wishing that he came back. Although no, he's gonna do I Am Legend two and Bad Boys four and like he's bunch fine. Of sequels Everyone until. shits on Will Smith like he's a hundred percent gonna have a comeback. And you disagreed with me when I said this last. Mark my words, he's back. Like he t- he got paid like thirty five million dollars for Emancipation as quietly one of the highest paid uh, actor roles of two thousand twenty two. As far as how much he got paid and how few people saw that movie, yes. it might be the biggest payday of all time. <laughs> exactly. Like if you equate that movie, if you do comparison, like The Godfather, Marlon Brando, and then you adjust for inflation, is to Will Smith Emancipation, it's like a hundred times higher. Right. It's like this is like jaw dropping. Yes. They should actually do that. Like, hey, guess what? This movie lost a hundred million dollars, and and Will got paid thirty two. Ha-ha. I did it again. I actually really do feel bad about making the gay guy AIDS joke. Like, not only is it mm. not funny, but it's misinforming. And I mean, you could always take it I'm, out if you're not feeling it. I could. Yeah. It would be hard to edit it, chop it out, but I'm just going to keep apologizing again and again. Because it's not even yeah. just like, if you're going to be homophobic and you're going to be a cunt, be funny about it and the gays will laugh. Mm. But if it's not funny, if it's just like a ham-handed AIDS joke, we're good. That'd be great if in the Spotify rap they were like... <laughs> 
You're up 70% with the gays. I would love it if I knew we had gay listeners. I get along better with gay men than straight men most of the time because I'm not like a sporto and I like clothes and like getting a facial and my eyebrows done and just like taking Mm. good care of myself. And people call it metrosexuality, but it's really just taking care of yourself, which I think a lot of straight guys don't do. Mm. So it's I find most most straight men in their 40s that are married or have children, I find I like them. A lot of them, they're friendly and whatever, but I don't find that relatable Mm. in terms of lifestyle. Yeah. I don't know. I, to me, I would love it if we had gay listeners, but I guarantee we don't. I th- I bet we got some gay turkey heads. If you are a gay turkey head, reach out and you can roast me on air. For I'll let you call myself when you can roast me on air for making a bad AIDS joke. Yeah. Talk about how much I smell or whatever. You can come down to the to chill it. zone. Ankle let you do whatever you want to him. You get five minutes to just do whatever you want. I'm going to close my eyes yeah. and that's it. You don't have to wear a condom or anything. Just go nuts. Yeah. Think of it like it's Pulp Fiction. <laughs> and I'm the gimp. I'll be there going, hey, hey I, got the, <laughs> I, got, I got this samurai sword. Should I save this guy? <laughs> what if like dementia Bruce Willis was in Pulp Fiction and then he gets on the hey. motorcycle and just tips over? Hey, who's Zed? I don't remember. Hey. Zed's dead? Whose motorcycle is this, Bruce? You seem very confused. Who are you? Where are you? (laughs) You are my husband. Why are you so confused? (sighs) Where did all your teeth go? What are all those movies with Chad Michael Murray on Amazon Prime? (laughs) Why do they exist? I want a pot belly. Yeah, those are a shame. Those really just... Oh, they're really embarrassing that he went out on those. They're Mm. all so bad. Like, Midnight in the Switchgrass. Yeah, that might be like his final film role. Like, Midnight in the Switchgrass. We entired that, didn't we? I think it was our featured review one. (laughs) (laughs) Us like, hmm, yes. Like, ah, yes, Megan Fox's performance in this is quite mailed in. Emile Hirsch, like, I needed this. He did. Didn't he, like, throw his wife down the stairs and then make that movie or something? I feel like Emile got canceled pretty harshly, and then that came out. I think he did do something mildly mm. scandalous or potentially more than mildly scandalous. I feel like in the future I should make less cheap jokes about people's race, sexual orientation, or disease status and more jokes geared specifically at Emile Hirsch. I agree. That's <laughs> the goal for 2020. My New Year's resolution for 2024 is to be funny without being fucked up. Okay. Maybe once an episode. That's a fun one. One like Seinfeld level comedy joke per or comedy Per episode. Well, you'll be baby Seinfeld and you'll be respectful and just do some nice PG humor. There's a lot of there's a lot of laughs there. There's a lot to shake off that tree. I didn't need to go immediately to the lowest branches and shake out that Michael Richards laugh factory bit that I already did with you via text. I mean, I'm thinking about doing the baby Seinfeld full diaper stuff again. I got a lot of shit in my diaper. It's overflowing. Clean it out with your bare hands and then eat it. What am I doing? <laughs> I had to go gross. I'm having like a like a watershed moment. Life is great. I thought you were saying a watershed moment. <laughs> like I had that earlier. It was a mess. <laughs> He's back. Um, I got a pish, and that to me, unless you watched anything else, gripping. Is that, that might be enough, right? I think that might be enough. Yeah. I mean, where can the fans find you this week? We saw, I did, I wasn't joking about you going up at Capo. How'd that go? It went. Oh, you bomb? I didn't do great, but I'm going to blame it on the crowd and the weather and anything else besides myself. Well, it's like Southie douchebags, isn't it? They don't know what funny is. It was just, I was off, it was bad, but we'll be back there in a couple weeks, 
and I'll be even more off and wow. even more wow, fucked wow, up. Wow, wow, wow. No, but uh, we power through. This is a thing that happens. It does. It's part of it. Bombing is good yeah. for you. It's like doing poorly in anything. You learn, you grow, whatever. Yeah. All right. But, um, yeah, uh, check out South Shore Boys, follow on YouTube, listen to the pod. Uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Skip Seasoned, and you can follow the show at Enough the Podcast on Instagram and Podcast Enough on Twitter. Wow, good job. Ankfit.com is me, and you can also find me at uh, Benefix.org and uh, Fruitful, specifically on their Reddit, uh, like their subreddits where it's all just like me talking about Monty. Baby. Check in. Merry, and, um, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. Yes. And all other things that one might celebrate. Yes. Folks, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next year. Wow. Is that accurate? I think that's I think accurate. so, yeah. We may not yeah. do a show next weekend because I'm away and then it's like a weird... We may do a New Year's Eve spectacular. We'll stay tuned. Yeah. Folks, until then, have a goo. Thanks for listening. I gotta go. Bye.